1: The top stories from across the New York Tri-State. From the WCBS 880 Newsroom, this is the All Local. Transit riders in New York can now ditch the mask. Governor Hochul's doing away with the mandate after two and a half years. As we hear from WCBS's Steve Burns in Harlem. It was one of the last remnants of our darkest days. New York's mask mandate on mass transit went into effect in April of 2020 and it's stayed in place ever since. I want to thank everyone who's been complying on our transit systems for 28 months. a long time. Governor Hochul is lifting the mandate, citing steady COVID numbers and the new Omicron-specific booster. Masks are now encouraged, but optional.
0: Uh, I know for many it became second nature, but it's always been a visible reminder that something is not normal here. And it was there for the right reason. It protected health. And now we're in a far different place than we had been.
1: The move is mostly symbolic. It's been months since the mandate had any real enforcement behind it and riders had taken notice. Masks do remain mandatory in New York's health care facilities and nursing homes. With the governor in Harlem, Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. This is Marla Diamond at South Ferry. The lifting of the mask mandate barely made a ripple here on
0: the subway
1: where riders have been pretty much following their preference for months. Most of the
0: time I wear today, I, I'm just not in the mood today, so I did not wear a mask today. Everybody does what they want to do, but... I'm going to wear mine anyway. I mean, if you are vaccinated, get back to normal.
1: MTA officials gathered at the station to promote the governor's announcement and to ask riders to respect one another. Agency Chairman Jano Lieber. We just need to make sure that this continues to be an environment where people who choose to mask feel respected and don't feel uh, any pressure Lieber also announced an uptick in ridership post Labor Day. The subway saw a 26% increase over the same time last year. The LIRR a 38% increase. And Metro North was up 45%. In Lower Manhattan, Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. This afternoon, the Port Authority also dropped its mask requirements at its facilities and on PATH trains. Environmentalists are urging New Yorkers to vote for a climate change proposition on November's ballot. WCBS is Sophia Hall with the story from Long Island.
0: It's been a long time since the last Environmental Bond Act was adopted here in New York State. 26 years. The Clean Water, Clean Air, Green Jobs Environmental Bond Act is on the ballot November 8th, says Adrian Esposito from the Citizens Campaign for the Environment. The $4.2 billion bond act will bring sewers to needed areas, build in areas to prevent flooding, and make sure filters are in place so everyone... clean water. There is a 1.5 billion dollars in the bond act for fighting climate change to help progress (laughs) wind and solar and renewable energy but also to do things like energy efficiency in homes. I mean, the vast majority uh, of our heat is lost in buildings that are old. So whether it's energy efficiency, advancing solar and wind, all those things are contained in this bond act. She says it will also bring union jobs and all school buses will become electric. It also will allow us to do such things as replant wetlands to prevent coastal water flooding. In Northport, Sophia Hall, WCBS News Radio 880.
1: In the weather center, meteorologist Bob Larson pretty Cool night coming up tonight. Yeah, we do have cool weather coming up tonight, tomorrow night as well. But overall, big picture is going to be warming up in the days ahead. Mostly cloudy tonight, a spotty shower or two, particularly before midnight. Low 64 in the city. We're going to find some upper 50s in outlying areas overnight. Clouds, maybe a little fog early tomorrow. Then some sun breaking through, turning warmer. High 79, warming past 80 on Friday. It's now 66 in Newburgh. 75 degrees in New Haven. 72 in Midtown or low tonight. Sixty-four, Michael? Thanks, Bob. It's not just 9-11 first responders who are eligible for the World Trade Center health program. Downtown residents and employees who were there after the attacks can also receive free health coverage. WCBS reporter Peter Haskell is in lower Manhattan where the push is on to get the word out. The bill would require companies with 50 or more employees to tell their people about their rights. Certified medical conditions would be covered. Assemblyman Nader Sage is the sponsor. And if you suffer from cancer, God forbid, or any respiratory illnesses or a lot of other illnesses that are caused by 9-11 dust, that you have potential support and benefits. Alice Vigo didn't know about it until she got lung cancer. She's urging downtown residents and workers to sign up.
0: If you're entitled to this and you qualify, okay, and lifetime health insurance, because the... (laughs) Listen, the help part is going to come. It's just a matter of time.
1: This is also for teachers and students. In Lower Manhattan, Peter Haskell, WCBS News Radio, 880. Brooklyn D.A. Eric Gonzalez has asked a court to vacate 378 convictions which were directly based on the work of crooked former NYPD officers. Gonzalez tells WCBS, These cases came to our attention because the officers who were necessary witnesses in these cases had been previously convicted of very serious crimes while they were on duty. So my conviction review unit has taken a look at over 500 cases involving these officers, the 13 officers um, involved. The convictions included 47 felonies and 331 misdemeanors. No one who was convicted is currently in jail. These cases stem from arrests that took place between 1999 and 2017. The NYPD is warning about a thief on Staten Island who's been targeting women, taking their high end handbags at supermarkets and other stores since late July. In each case, the women left their bags unattended, usually in shopping carts. The thief has struck at Marshall's and Stop and ShopRite in Highland Plaza, the Macy's at the Staten Island Mall, and the Stop and Shop on Highland Boulevard. The victims lost phones, cash, and credit cards in addition to their expensive handbags. A Harlem man is accused of slashing a cop with a kitchen knife. Police say Kevin Joseph became violent when police showed up at his apartment in the King's Towers Tuesday. They say Joseph slashed a 30-year-old officer on the wrist, puncturing her thumb. Joseph's charged with assault and criminal possession of a weapon. The officer was taken to a local hospital and is in stable condition. Stay informed. Stay connected. Subscribe to the WCBS 880 All Local at WCBS880.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.